You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Is this episode 53 or 54? Um, 53. Is it? It is. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to episode 53 of Goddess Culture. The name will be posted. I I was actually about to give it a title, but we don't even know what it's going to be yet. It's been a while, and I just want to shout out my mom real quick, because she texted me yesterday, like, you cuss too much. And I said, what you mean? On the podcast? Yeah. I was like, it's not too much. She was like, yes, it is. It's my podcast. So, hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl, you know, I you know I get it from the best. And here, this really, every time I say cursor, it's a nod to the proficiency in which you taught me how to roll a curse off my tongue. So Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you should be proud, I think. Jory's, I'm I'm not cursing no more, so you don't got to worry about nothing. I'm going to be quiet. No, it's all fun and games. We had a little laugh. She was probably serious, but... She was actually dead ass. That's I mean, okay. serious. <laughs> That's okay. Dead serious. Um, so yeah, let's jump into it. We, we have a bit of an episode today. Oh, yeah. So the news. So Amber G, and yeah. that's what we'll just go by, uh-huh. was convicted of... Murder. I think, was it murder or manslaughter? Oh. I don't know. Something. Yeah, she was convicted, basically, and she was sentenced to 10 years. So we've seen the clips um, traveling through social media of not only his brother hugging her. The judge hugging her. The judge hugging her. and The, the dad saying they could be friends or something. Yeah, and the security guard comforting her, mm-hmm. like playing with her hair. Yeah. So it's just like... That's a different level of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I've heard both sides of it. I've heard people go in about the fact that black people, this is why we're in the situation we're in. We're too forgiving. But it's like, I don't know. It's more energy to hate someone than to actually just like let go. But I mean, it's your brother. I, I think like forgiving somebody is one thing and then hugging them and alluding to the fact that y'all could be friends in another time. Like that's weird to me. Then again, you know, by the grace of God, my brother's still here. And that's not something I have to worry about. So, you know, I'm a little bit hesitant to judge why they did that. I think where my disgust lies in her is in her getting 10 years. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we think about the mother who was being beat up by her boyfriend, and she sent two warning shots in the air and got basically life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. It was nonviolent. The woman who was still enclosed for her son. Now, granted, it's wrong, and there are consequences that come with being wrong, but she gets 20-something years for a nonviolent crime, but this girl kills somebody on accident and gets 10 years. And, you know, they allude to her drinking and not being in the right mind state. That... We don't get these type of forgivenesses. Like, black people don't get that. Yeah, if we that don't man, get these pardons. If that man walked into her apartment thinking, like, you know, oh, my head was in the game and I shot her on accident because I thought it was mine, he'd be right. buried under the jail. And I think that's really weird. Less about, like, the hugging and stuff. That was weird to me. Yeah, but, but I mean, we've seen this happen time and time again. This is a side note, but Ch- Chelsea Handler just put up a Netflix special on, like, white privilege. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really interesting because sometimes her comedy can be a little... It makes you a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but like just seeing the conversations she were she was having with different people and talking about her own um her own like her being involved in white privilege, like her being pulled over by the cops and being told she could go ahead, but everyone in the car that was of color being arrested mm-hmm. and her not even realizing that she had that type of privilege, and I think that's what Amber is stuff like ha- that's what she's going through, like yeah. 
she went on TV and she's bawling, hysterical, crying. To me, it didn't affect me. Like, yeah. crying really doesn't affect me at all. Unless it's, like, a proposal or, like, a dog. <laughs> Something joyful. Something joyful, you yeah. know? Like, a happy Hallmark movie. But, like, her seeing her cry up there, I didn't feel anything. But, like, a lot of people seeing that white girl cry, seeing her feel like, you know, maybe she was so apologetic. Mm-hmm. That, that was going to help or that was going to sway the jury or something like that. But you know the rate. You know a lot of white folks who have that privilege are raised to like self preservation. So if crying is going to get you out of it, cry because it'll make them feel bad. You know, which is I'm sure what she relied on when right. she when she did that. But you know it doesn't that doesn't like you said it don't mean much to me at all. A life was taken, and at this point I feel like not. Her, I mean not Hammurabi like an eye for an eye, but more like she should be held up. Like she should serve the exact amount of time. As if somebody else who committed the crime, like regardless that she was white. But mm-hmm. I mean, this is the world we live in, and the rea- reality is like, she'll maybe see five years. Maybe the reality is she'll be out before she's forty. Yeah. Okay. On her fortieth birthday, she'll be out here celebrating, and Bo is unfortunately not yeah. Here. But I mean, if her family can forgive, that's their business. That's that's the <laughs> that is their business, and you know, I wish them all the best. Um, Trump is getting impeached. Well, he's in the process of being impeached. And he is outraged. Has anyone seen his tweets? <laughs> First of all, I can't I can't look at that man's stuff. I think someone made a I didn't see his tweets, but I saw people tweeting about it and I saw someone say like Seeing the inquiry for Trump's impeachment is like when a bully has been beating you up all recess and you're calling for help and nobody comes and then the bell rings and he finally <laughs> decides to walk away and it's like, damn, well, it's going to be over anyway. Right. You know? So. That's true. I mean, they need to wipe the whole cabinet clean, if you ask me. And that sounds like Hunger Games. So, <laughs> as much as I don't want to see that man in the office, I sh- for sure don't want Pence as the president. Oh, no. He is... He might be... He's diabolical. Yeah, definitely. that man... He, like He's like the type that like believes in conversion therapy and shit like that. He scares me. Yeah. Did you hear, like, he? they had um old, like, footage of him talking about different laws... Mm-mm. Like when he was younger, Mm-mm. and like it wasn't racist. It was on the line of racist, though. Like he was saying, like people shouldn't, uh, like on segregation. He was talking on so many different things, and I don't want to quote it because I didn't watch the video recently, so I don't remember exactly what he said. But it was insane. I could imagine. I mean, I don't trust him with, you know, with anything. Most certainly not to run this country. Absolutely. I mean, I think America, we, the system, let me not say we because he did not win the popular vote, but the system did a shitty job of electing a celebrity. And we learned our lesson when we had celebrities in the White House before, but, you know, we're not going to go there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so we'll see where this leads us. Let us I don't understand why it's been so hard because they were trying to uh, impeach Clinton for extramarital affairs, and this man is you know right committed treason and it's called into question why he should be impeached but okay it's honestly bizarre but um moving on summer walker just dropped the album have you heard it i've listened to three no four songs and i don't know i was listening to usher recently and i was just listening to let it burn and confessions and i was like damn usher needs to come back and look at that how he's he sampled summer. his with his sampling his own song one of my favorite songs at that yeah and it's dope as fuck and usher actually sounds better now 
than before, yeah. in my opinion. As he should. Yeah, he got better with time, definitely. Yeah. But the whole album seems like a a bop. You know, um, I, so the reason I love Summer is because she gives me like a R&B, neo-soul type of vibe. Yeah. And um, I love every single one of her EPs. Now, this particular album, I've listened all the way through. And I've only doubled back on a couple of them. Because what I do when I listen to new music is like I'll listen to the project as is. Note the songs that I keep wanting to go back to. Yeah. Hammer those down and then listen to the rest of the album again. So I've only heard the album all the way through one time. I double back on the Usher song. I double yes. back on the Janae Aiko song. Yes. Um, but what I can say, and I'm, I'm sure it's going to grow on me once I learn the, the lyrics of the song and know to look for this stuff. But like when I was listening to it earlier, it, it sounded like one long song. Until I realized that it was like, you know, oh, this is the Janae song. Oh, this yeah, is the the, yeah. the Black song. This is the Bryson Tiller song, you know? Yeah. Um, but it wasn't bad. Like, no. I, I let it play. And usually if I've had enough, three songs and I'm out. <laughs> but I listened to the entire album and went back to two particular songs. So yeah. uh, the girl can blow. No, she really can. And the weather is, is fitting for it. Like, you just want to light a candle and just right. spark a movie for conversation <laughs> and just relax that's honestly <laughs> the type of vibe i get from the album right so yeah right definitely go support black girl magic y'all mm-hmm. um last thing rest in peace to diane carroll um the first black woman to have a tv series on her own where she was not a maid or a mammy or a mistress so uh, she was 84, beautiful work, a beautiful woman. And if you haven't heard her Oprah's Masterclass, you can go onto your podcast app, because I know y'all have it, because y'all are listening to us now. Type in Diane Carroll, and it'll be the first thing that popped up. Um, so that's what I did to honor her today. Oh, wow. Well, rest in peace. That's crazy. I'm so um, sick of all these deaths. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. But she had a good life, a long life, and it wasn't like, you know... Super unexpected when you're that old. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So the affirmation this week is, this isn't your final form. And I picked this one because, um, actually it ties a little bit into the goddess talk, but we'll get there later. But it's just a reminder for everybody who's young and hustling and trying to figure it out and you feel like, I'm not making enough money or this isn't the job I should be at or this isn't the house, you know, this isn't my living situation that I want. This isn't the car I want. Like, where you are right now isn't where you'll end up so long as you're doing what you have to do to get there but you know when you're grinding and you're hustling and you're in your early to mid 20s or even your 30s like we're not supposed to have it figured out right out the gate right after you graduate high school or college right after that first real job like it takes time to become Oprah wasn't built in a day you know what I'm saying it took time for her to get there Michelle Obama as beautiful and gracious and smart as she is just got her PhD after you know, she's in her, what, 50s? Yeah. You know, like where she Shout was. Right. Where she was at 25, if that's where she stopped, we wouldn't have a Barack. Let's just be real, you know? Right. So where you are right now is not where you're going to be so long as you have the motivation, the will, and the want, and the work ethic. Right. To get yourself there. Listen, say it again, because <laughs> sometimes you get so caught up in the moment and you're thinking, like, this is how it's about to be forever. <laughs> like... Like, no. <laughs> no. Not if you don't want it to be. Not if you keep trying. Right. Even when you get discouraged. Okay. Um, 
So we went to Spain. We did. Okay, so it's been a long hiatus, and we're fake <clears throat> as fuck because <laughs> we promised two, two episodes, episodes ago, ago <laughs> yeah. that we would get our shit together, yeah. and we didn't. But we are working really hard to like make Goddess Culture like exactly what we've always envisioned it for it to be, and one of those things are just our. Trips. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, it was. Um, brief recap. We did everything. But let's start with how the devil was trying it. Oh, the devil did try. The it's... moment we got on the Barcelona soil. Like, tarmac. we didn't even get to put on our robes and, like, <laughs> relax and take, like, a shower. Nothing. Like Yeah, we, we had uh, a guest that hit us up, like, hey, so my flight's canceled. And mind you... Three other guests. So a quarter of our guests were on that flight. Yep. And Norwegian couldn't get them there until the fr- the Friday. So yeah. they were supposed to be there on Thursday the, morning. Right. They couldn't get there till Friday. Sat- would that Sat- have been Saturday morning? Saturday morning. Departing they, Friday. The fri- departing Friday. They couldn't get there till Saturday morning. And you know our trip ends on Monday. Right. So at that point, it had been no use. Yeah. So Shanice and I spent... And uh, Alicia, shout out to her because she's really the mastermind. But Shanice, Alicia, and I spent what five hours, forever, six hours finding flights, convincing people to get on those flights, convincing people to drive. We had four total strangers, yeah, my little cousin included, right? Who had to, you know, their flight originally was supposed to take off from Newark, so it was convenient. Everybody was in New Jersey. No, they had to go to New York. Yeah, JFK at that with what three hours? Three hours. Uh. Notice. Time. So some of them weren't even packed yet because they weren't expecting to leave until 11 p.m. Right. Some of them still were mm-hmm. going to work. They had to uh, figure out how to all meet together, get to New York, drive to Madrid. I mean, fly. Wait, fly, fly to, to Madrid, Madrid and yeah. then drive to Barcelona. Yeah, which and, is six hours apart. Yeah, and you know there, you know, it was either train or car, and these folks chose to drive. A train Listen. would have been two hours. A, tra- a car was six hours, but you know they really made an adventure. And the cool part about what we do is when we bring people together for these trips, we bring like-minded folks together. Right. So they were excited for the adventure. Of course, they were going to be tired and all yeah. of that, but they were excited to do it. And when they got to Barcelona finally you'd think they'd known each other for years right no honestly it was like insanely intense and you guys know our trips are non-refundable <laughs> so <laughs> we had to do anything we could do to just make sure that we could get them here and like Jordan said we spent like six hours literally looking up different airlines trying to see how we could price it out and make sure that they could get here and by the grace of God they made it and other people had different flight delays and we made a lot of changes, but that's why you have two amazing people who plan your trips because we were able to work it all out. We sure did. We and made everyone, it work for everybody. And everyone was able to have such a great time. And it was like an amazing experience. Yeah. We did a tapas tour. Like we walked through Barcelona City and tried different restaurants and it was already prearranged. Yeah, it was like 10 food items, a drink, drink or two at every bar, dessert. Yeah. It was great. Um, we did a bike tour a and bike, a, walk, a walking tour. An Instagram walking tour. So all those beautiful photos you see, there was actually a professional photographer who went on the Instagram tour and took pictures of our guests. Yeah, we did. We went to this air spa in Barcelona. It was, oh my gosh. It that's unbelievable. Shanice and I have been in New York, so we had to, you know, we had to make sure our Barcelona guests um, got, to, got to go. Um, and we'll talk about New York and air spa later. 
Yes. Um, we'll yeah. tap into that later in the, in the episode. Not to write that. Um, what else did we do? We went to the beach. We did yoga on the beach. Oh my! On the Mediterranean. On the Mediterranean. Like honestly. I was in maybe five feet of water, could still see my toes. Like, you know, usually, like, they start to, like, yeah, look distorted by the time, you you know, when you're in that deep of water. But, like, we could no still literally. see our toes. Um, you know, it actually happened to be a nude beach, which, you know, that was an interesting... It was um, very interesting. An interesting thing for us to do. But people had fun. And at the end of it, somebody ended up taking their shirt off. So... Did they? <laughs> yeah. Who? Nakia. Uh-huh. Shout out to Nakia. Because she was like, well, I'm in Barcelona, so shit, I'm going to take these boobs out. Listen. Not mad at you at all. At all. Um, what else did we do? We found hookah bars, which is Shanice's specialty. Because we found two. Yeah, the first one was ghetto, but the second one was lit. <laughs> And that same night, we went to the hookah lounge, and we sat at the beach at nighttime. Like, right. We just all talked. Like, it was really just, like, such a great vibe, great energy. Yeah. And that was actually our first trip having men, men. on the trip. So it was an experience um, to see, like, how everything worked out, and mm-hmm. oh, my God. And how men take in, like, self-care and vulnerable conversations. Because, you know, you know, that was, that's kind of, like, the beauty in what we did. Because, you know, women... Granted, you know, we might not talk about our feelings all the time, but when we come together, it's a little bit easier for us to, like, let go and share and all that kind of stuff. But having men in the room, so there's a bunch of estrogen. Right. And only two men, you know what I'm saying? Right. I was curious about how they'd feel comfortable, like, opening up and sharing. And, like, you know, it's not like they were crying at the end of it like, right. like we were, but it was so cool to be, like, or to hear, like, you know, you guys sharing what you shared. And, you know, it made me realize how special this trip was or, like, at the end of it, when you're talking to them, and they're like, now, I have a new sister now. And somebody has a new girlfriend now. Like, yes. it was just a beautiful experience. Uh, I know. And even afterwards, like, everyone wanted to stay in contact after that. And they made a group chat, like, that's still, still texting, active. Right, still texting my still phone. active to this day. And it's just great. Like, it's a bond that, you know can never be like damaged like it's it was such a strong bond in such a short amount of time Mm -hmm. that we're just like appreciative like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong but everything that that went right went right it was perfect it was perfect and um i just want to say shout out to shanice for being a great partner because when things go left (laughs) it's our it's our job to make sure our guests don't know you know like we don't want we don't like when we're trying to fix something on the back end we don't put that any of that responsibility or any of that like awareness on our guests because that will change the way they experience the trip. Right. And we learned that the hard way. We did. You know, we learned that the hard way the first trip and we really make it our business. We've made it our business since Puerto Rico to make sure that anything that goes on the back end, our guests are not privy to. And I just want to say shout out to Shanice for being a great partner. No, shout out to you. And working hard with me to make sure that... Dynamic duo. Yeah. We fix it on our own. (laughs) And it's not our guest business. (laughs) No, honestly. We had to get our lives. We definitely learned our lesson. But I could just see so much growth in us, like, from the first one Mm -hmm. to, like, now. It still embarrassed me. And I'm still... I'm really in awe that we had anybody from the first trip come back. Come back. So shout out to Tati Greer. Yes, for coming back um, on the third trip because the first one was ghetto. Girl, because if you stuck with what you saw the first time. (laughs) But you know what? We learned our lesson and Mm -hmm. we grew. And now we are luxury, affordable... Affordable luxury. Affordable luxury. Yeah. Travel with us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So So, that being said, we want to shout out our sponsors. Yes. Um, We have four major sponsors who um, contributed a product in some way to our bags. 
uh, for our guests or and our listeners, um, Goddess Skin. Yes. Okay. So everyone's obsessed with this cleanser. Yeah. Uh, they even contributed a beard oil mm-hmm, for, for our the, men for the males on the trip, and it was just amazing. I think everyone used this the cleanser and the oil yeah. throughout the entire trip. Yeah. Like, all we heard was great things. Like, yeah. And we're just so excited to like continue to incorporate into our skincare routine because it's honestly killed our vacation glow. Yeah. Honestly, like my cousin is one of the people who had to come later because of the flight cancellation, which means, like I said, she didn't have enough time to pack all her stuff. She literally texted me when she was a JFK they had to go to. Yeah. Text me from JFK like, so I left my skincare stuff. Remember I text y'all like Tatiana's gonna need, need to use something. Oh yeah. And um, you know, I told her that she, there was cleanser and stuff in the bags, but she could use my stuff if she wanted to. So she night one, she used the the goddess skin stuff. And she was like, no, it's fine. Like, you can keep your stuff. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but no, literally, we had multiple guests tell us they used the cleanser and the um, face moisturizer. And they use it the entire five days of the trip. So. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're so appreciative. Um, Pascal's Body Care, they contributed lip uh, chapstick. Um, we like to pack the essentials. We like to give our guests the essentials. They so, smell so good. Yeah. It was like peppermint and the rose, the other one. Yeah. It was um, so beautiful. It really was. You know, and we try to make sure that whatever we think we'll need, we give it to our guests because God knows I can't share my chapstick with, <laughs> <laughs> with people I don't know. <laughs> no offense to y'all. But it came yeah. in handy. Um, we want to shout out Joy Notes for the beautiful custom oh notebooks gosh. for each and every guest. We're so appreciative for these notebooks. Uh, everyone was able to get their own book, which was custom and designed for them with their names in, written on them. There were and prompts, like writing prompts. Yes. Um, like if you're looking for like a book to write down your thoughts as well as guide you into like creating affirmations and devoting yourself more to being mindful about the things you say and the things you do and you know just kind of keeping track of like your journey on becoming a better person like I completely recommend these books Mm -hmm. she's awesome to work with uh shout out to her for being so easy to like reach out to and get into contact with to get these books too because it was a journey yeah and we're just really appreciative because everyone was able to take one home and able to use it and they can you guys can also contact her which we'll post on our social media yeah when we um it'll be in the show notes last and then, but not least yeah black girl sunscreen shout out to black girl sunscreen for our sunscreen for the trip they gave us a um coupon code not only for our guests, but for every single person. So it was available for, for like two months um, up until September 1st. Um, and we had people purchase. We had people buy um, the sunscreen to use for the trip that they brought with them. So we know that, you know, the the um, coupon code got some use. And who doesn't want a sunscreen that was made for brown girls? Exactly. Who wants to look ashy when, after they put sunscreen Nobody. on? Nobody. Exactly. So definitely shout out to her because that was a creation that I definitely needed to see. It was like you could rub it on your skin and you don't have that like layer of ash mm-hmm. or like that white cast. That, yeah, that white cast like on your skin. So it was amazing <laughs> to use in Barcelona. Um, they have multiple different options on their website. So you guys could definitely check them out. And they're at Target. And we're so appreciative for everyone who contributed for Spain. We're so grateful that we have an opportunity to have a platform where we can 
have people believe in us mm-hmm. and send us their products to give to our guests. And the last thing about our our sponsors, every single one of them was a black woman, was yes. black women owned. Black owned. And we try our best to do as much black owned products and sponsorships right. that we could possibly so if we do. Don't, if we don't big up our own, who will? Right. So into this goddess talk. Oof. Oh, before we do that, we have a guest. Our sister is, is here. here. She's joining us for our goddess talk today. Deanna, if y'all see the little baby I post, it's his mom. Yeah. <laughs> so Diana is in the house. Hey so y'all. today we're talking about influencers. Yes. Um, Ooh, child. Yeah. You know, it's very popular to want to make a YouTube and do makeup mm. to buy your boohoo dresses <laughs> and post them. Mm. And we just want to get into why... Like, what's going on? What's the boom with influencers and why? So, uh, yeah, let's start... Let's bring it to the beginning. Like, the, I feel like the rise of influencers happened, like, like this. Yeah. Like, I feel like when I graduated college, social media was, like... Maybe that... This was, like, three years ago. Social media was, like, at its peak. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's when all the, so, the social influencers, like, kind of all pounced aggressively... Yeah. Like, pounced on us. And I, I literally can remember, like, first I was thinking, like, all right, people are promoting things they like. And I love taking recommendations. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until, like, maybe a year that I realized that these people get, get paid, paid to, to do post it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, remember, that's why, remember there was that whole, like, not scandal. Excuse me. Oh, my God. With the fire Festival. No, not that. Well, yes, that too. I forgot about that. But, like, there was this whole thing where influencers had to start putting hashtag ad or sponsor. Yes. Because they weren't being clear that they were right. getting paid to say, oh, I love this face wash. Exactly. And then someone's the face fell off. And now they're like, oh, you actually have to say. It's an ad. Exactly. Which, which makes sense. But yeah. that should have been. And, you know, yeah, that should have been clear from the jump. But, you know, that's also why I think we say so often, I, well, like, especially when we do first face, we're like, we don't share with you stuff that we haven't tried ourselves. Right. You know, we say that all the time because right. we don't want y'all to think, like, someone pays us to say we like XYZ skincare products. Right. You know, we want y'all to know this is a genuine recommendation that we've tried. It's tried and true. Right. We purchase it with our own coin and we're recommending it to you because we think it's a try. Exactly. Well, I also think, like, in... <laughs> I think that when it comes to, like, with influencers, I gauge, like, based off of the kind of influencers that you see, a lot of people buy those things because they want what it is that that influencer has. Um, So Mm -hmm. I follow a few myself, and it's, like, the people that are in the comments are like, oh, I want my makeup to look like that, and I want, you know, my, Mm -hmm. you know, such and such to look like that. And I don't think it's a genuine desire to have the actual thing more so than it is for them to kind of obtain what it is that that influencer has. Mm -hmm. So whether it be, like, their looks or their swag or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they have, I think that's. And I think that's also why companies go to those influencers, right? It's like, well, how many followers do you have? How many, you know, what's your, you know, your follower count? How many likes do you get? So I think that that's what it's become. And so for me, I feel like people don't genuinely do it like the followers per se. They don't usually 
choose those things just because they want to actually try them. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so unfortunate. I feel like personally, I would. I don't even take influencers' recommendations seriously anymore. Like, there's probably, like, one or two people that I could see, like, post something and actually, like, I'll consider purchasing it. Or maybe they put me on to, like, a different brand. But, like, I'd rather take a recommendation from someone I know, like a Jordan, a Deanna. Like, someone tell me, girl, you got to try this product Mm -hmm. over someone posting it on social media. And they're getting paid to post about it and they never even tried it. And that kind of makes me feel like it's not authentic yeah. and that's kind of where I'm at crossroads with influence because I do think that any ability to make money is a great ability especially when you don't have to do much when you could just like hashtag ad and create wealth for yourself but at some point you have to say like is this ethical like am I ethically making the right decision posting something that I don't even agree with I don't stand for I don't believe in just to get paid right. I don't know right I think it's Oh, I was going to say, it kind of reminds me, I think it was Amber Rose recently who, like, she's pregnant, but she was still advertising flat tummy tea. Yeah. Or, like, the Kardashians who post those things, like, the... the Shapers. Yeah, like, stuff like that that is kind of, like, especially when you have such a high, a large following, I can't, I can't dictate what you do for your money, but I would think that as, like, a mom, as a parent, as a sister... As a wife, as a friend, you would want to actually post things that make sense. So, are you actually drinking these teas? No, you're not. Are you actually using this detangling brush? No, you're not. Like, so for me, it's just like, like you said, in terms of like authenticity, it doesn't make me feel like mm, that you actually use yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, th- I think you know, for some of us who are like in our mid twenties to like late twenties, you were around when YouTube blew up. Mm-hmm. Right. So we were kids when. Um, People started making all these hair and makeup YouTube YouTube tutorials. And this was before, like, people got paid to do it. It was, like, right. some people, like, may have had, like, a few hundred followers or subscribers. Right. I think this is what's called on YouTube. Um, so I think we're better, better able to, like, say, this person has been honest from the beginning. And now we've seen her become this, you know, all of a sudden, quote, unquote, Instagram star. So I can trust her a little bit more. I'm going to give an example of Jackie Ina. That's my that girl, girl is bluntly her. honest. Yeah. <laughs> y'all send her a press kit and she thinks y'all's foundation makes her look ashy. She'll literally be like, so what were they thinking sending me this light ass color? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Or like this formula don't work, but we're going right. to try it out. Like I would prefer someone who gets the press kit and says, this is what it is and this is what it ain't early so that I'm not, you know, I don't fall into buying this product. But like Shanice also said, I take personal recommendations. Deanna and I will send each other skincare products till we're blue in the face, but we honestly don't try any of it until right. we've seen someone we know test right. it out first. Right. You know, we're always like, oh, I want to try this. We've been passing around the same shit for years <laughs> <laughs> and still haven't bought it, you know? Right. So, so all this to say, do you think being an influencer is an actual career? Because I see, I foresee actually a decline in that industry. Yeah. Well, it's becoming oversaturated. Yeah. You know, Definitely. like so many people are thinking if I get my followers up real quick, a brand want to work with me and that's how I get my money that you see people, you know, the quality of the content is not good. Right. Or what makes them an expert? Like everybody feels like they're an expert. What mm. gave you the onus to say that I know everything about skincare, so I'm going to show you how to fix your face. Like, right. you know, like you see people just doing shit for the hell of it to make this money real quick. And I think these brands are kind of catching on. 
Yeah, I, I think there was a, as a mom, there was a mom influencer who I follow and she had like this really nice post about like um, depression and just like getting over like postpartum and then uh, out of the blue, it got to like Tupperware. And I'm like, how the how the hell does Tupperware help you in your life and being a mom and not being depressed? And so it was like this true down effect to where it was just like, now you're just inserting stuff just for the mm. sake of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it so, doesn't follow the narrative. Like, this yeah. is why. Yeah. And I think more people, like you said, more people are kind of catching on to like this just being for the for the hell of it. Now, I do think that there are some like like Jackie who who are out there giving like their honest opinions and their honest feedback because that also helps the companies as well. Mm -hmm, So I do think that there is a market for it. I just think not every person with 24,000 followers deserves um, that influencer title. Mm -hmm. Right. And then this, this is great into the next question is like the whole followers to like likes ratio. Mm -hmm. Like people won't even like, I swear I, applied to go to an event like a workshop event and they literally was like what's your instagram handle and how many followers do you have there's um murals in los angeles that people can no longer take photos in front of unless they're they have like fifteen thousand followers or more what public ass spaces that they're gated off like you can't during the daytime you can't come take pictures here unless you're influencer let's just let me just make a note of this okay (laughs) (laughs) because that's weird as fuck and i think i heard that too in la about that but i'm actually not even like into that type of stuff so i would be confused if i got there and they told me i couldn't take a picture because i was always gonna take my picture (laughs) but i also want to touch on the fact that the most like influential people that i've met like in my life have had like two thousand followers yeah like they are not like on social like there's some people who are super popular yeah but like the people like the tangible people that i actually like encounter day to day that have an influence on my life like in my job in my career like they don't have a bunch of followers yeah like i don't you know it's it's weird because i like to your point i always like i find it so hard to integrate goddess culture stuff into my personal page and if you follow me you'll notice like i don't post a lot of goddess culture stuff like on my feed because i don't want like not that i don't want people to think i'm trying to be a follower but i don't want like for goddess culture to get popular and then people think i'm using goddess culture as a tool to make myself popular like as much as like Shanice and i want to see we want goddess culture to have a million plus followers not because we get money off the ads that, you know, hashtag sponsored ad, whatever posts, but because we're spreading our message to more people. And that's the difficulty. Like, that's something I also have a hard time deciphering sometimes. Like, is this person popular because they believe what they say? Which they're a lot. I think I'm better at it now than I was when social media um, influencers first got popular. But, you know, trying to decipher the people who are trying to be popular to get the money and who just right. so happen to know their craft so well that a lot of people want to follow them and then right. they became popular. Right. right. I mean, there, there's also like you, I think we all kind of follow those people who we know personally, but they have like their fashion over codes or like yeah. their, you know, their little makeup code. So it's like, it's also so easily attainable that kind of makes me feel a little weary as well like mm-hmm. it should not be that easy for someone to just be boom that's it you're stamped and certified as an influencer so now you can go ahead and get you know all of these perks and all of these things right. i think 
I think there needs to be some type of filtration system. Because you used to have what? to be a Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jackson, a Beyonce right. to work with these brands. And now right. you can have 50,000 followers and say, right. I like to do hair. And now, and then I, I also see like their brands who do a lot when it comes to the influencers and knowing <clears throat> that they need to provide incentives. Mm-hmm. So you see ColourPop and um, NYX Cosmetics, IT Cosmetics coming out with like these really huge PR um, weekends like they're flying the influencers right. out to Bora like, Bora like. yeah Dubai <laughs> you know just for their skincare collection so um, I'm also noticing that a lot of those bigger brands I don't want to say that they're giving a harder time for those who are trying to break into the industry but I think they've kind of decided on who they want to work with mm-hmm. um, and they kind of want to work with the vets and so I think right now I think it's hard for anyone who wants to kind of break into that industry right now. Yeah. Which, that's how it happens often. Yeah. You know, no matter what the industry is, like, when it's new and fresh and everybody's getting into it, like, great. But once those people who are the experts actually have established themselves, it's harder for anybody else to become a part of it. Yeah. And I feel like the younger generation is getting warped into this whole social media. I'm they so glad I didn't grow up with social media. Yeah. Because life was so much fun when I was younger. Girl. And I I, I was just looking at old stuff. I didn't have Instagram t- t- till 2012. And even so, I posted three pictures in the whole year. And I got the, fu- like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> right, I, got, like, I got the right. app in December. Like, right. So... The entire time, it was like me and my friends at our locker. Like it yeah. wasn't like if I post. <laughs> like that's literally that was my first picture on Instagram. Well, what do y'all feel about people who um, use others or to kind of make themselves more popular? So the people who kind of exploit their children to be, mm. you know, Instagram yeah. famous or like their pets or their relationships. Like yeah, it's right. so this inauthentic. rise in YouTube relationships. And watching people's lives, the vlogging, it's so weird. The that happens on vlogging because a lot of the stories don't have a lot of you know uh, verifiable sources. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so like I can't imagine getting up one day and being like, I'm gonna watch this person's whole life. Now, every now and then, like for for instance, um, Tatiana Ward. Those are cute. Those are cute. But you know, Tatiana Ward, be face honey on Instagram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I was following her. Not following her. I was watching her on YouTube back in 2011. Yeah, 2010. I remember. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I remember seeing like this girl who got uh, wet and wild makeup palettes and was putting zigzag lines on her eyelids. Like, I remember watching her. So it was cool for me now right. to see people like Nicki Minaj and Real Housewives of Potomac like hiring her to come, flying her out places oh, to come okay. do her makeup. So I did watch her little pregnancy vlog. But like, if it's not... Back in 2012, when I was trying to be a makeup artist, me trying to figure out how to make a halo eyeshadow. Right. I'm not trying to figure out what this girl house looked like. Right. You know, I'm not trying like to figure house out why, why her man in jail. Like, that's not my business. And if she wants to talk about it, fine. But I'm not going to search her YouTube to get the details and watch no. hours and hours of footage about her life. I think and, it's so And weird. most of it, they're lying. Because I can hang out... With my boyfriend for an hour, and I've already cursed him out twice. Yeah, honestly. Right. So where's that footage? Where's the footage? Like of the real stuff. And where's the real stuff? Yeah, and that's you know you don't get that, which is why I appreciate since we're talking about all these people we don't like. I appreciate people like um, what her name on Instagram is Watermelon Egg Rolls. She's actually from Columbus, 
No, there's some really like, good. There's some but, really good. Um, but she talks about the good, the bad, bloggers. and the ugly. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. those are the type of people that like. If I'm gonna care about your life at all, I'm gonna care because I know it's real. She could talk about when her and her husband aren't getting along. Not that it's our business in that way, but people always want to talk about the rose petals on the floor. Yeah. And don't mm-hmm. talk about when you have three kids and you're tired and you feel like you need help. Right. How do you communicate that to your man because he's getting on your fucking nerves? Right. Or how to navigate postpartum without it, an ad of Tupperware in the middle of it exactly. because it starts to feel or like not authentic. Exactly. It's just really unfortunate. And then last thing that I have is... What's your thoughts on Instagram removing the likes off of pages? Because I'm here for it. Um, I think it's going to make it so that there is no value in advertising on social media. But I feel like social media wasn't invented to be a sales tool. It, tool, it like became a sales tool over time. No, you're absolutely right. Um, so the only reason that I'm a, a little wary about it is because I work in... My entire job revolves, not entire, but like a great good portion of my job revolves around social media marketing. Not that I'm going to be there forever. And I actually, <laughs> not, never mind. Let me shut, let me shut up. Hello. However, um, for those people who use social media as their primary marketing arm, it'll just make it so they have to find something else. And if you're, but if your you're still getting the thing. you're still getting the traction. You're just getting not getting the likes, and I don't think likes are really valuable in a monetary sense because it, it doesn't really. Not, I mean, maybe for influencers a little less, but when it comes to things like what is the value of my product, right? So let's say like companies that are brand new, they start charging thirty dollars for this product, right? Then it takes to social media, it blows up, and they go and make version two of their product. The fact that they have a million followers and 150,000 likes on their posts means, in their minds, creates more value for V2. So that means V1 is $30, V2 can become $45 because I know there'll be instant, you know, likes, follows, and purchases as soon as I post this thing. Mm. So in that sense, it'll affect the, you know, the marketing. But the thing is, marketing changes over time anyway. There was one point where we didn't have television commercials. So how were people buying? They were putting it in, they're sending out mailers or putting it in the newspaper. And when TV commercials came around, people stopped putting their shit in the newspaper. Yeah. You know, so like we always find new ways to get our products. I'm only, I'm talking this heavy because that's what we we do. do. But, you know, if it ends, there'll always be some other way to get your product back in front of the faces of the people you want to buy it it'll just be harder and people are lazy so that scares them and they're not ready to make that leap it will be harder but i feel like once people realize and i had to realize this you know working with goddess culture like once you realize that your biggest sales tool is yourself and being able to people to recommend you Mm -hmm. you're gonna get way farther than Mm -hmm. based on Mm -hmm. likes and stuff because if you look at our likes like it's not like crazy Mm -mm. maybe it's like 60 100 if we don't post post. right if we if the if the photo if what we post isn't people in it right the likes drop crazy right on a on a picture with like our guests or with ourselves we can easily get 75 100 likes yeah we start posting a fire (laughs) look a little different you know what i'm saying but we still figure out how to get people to our trips exactly so and that's that's like the point is if you transfer that over like into your own mind state like when you post a picture if you're not getting those likes or like you're looking for likes there's no value in likes like in my opinion, mm-hmm. there's no value for that. I feel like the value comes in when you can actually like back up what you post, being authentic, mm-hmm. having engaging yeah. and comments. Because and 
in all truth, like when a when a company posts something for less, you know, for every a hundred likes, there's one person who buys. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's more so like validation, like oh, other yeah. people like this, maybe I'll check it out too. But those likes don't like equal dollars. Points. Yeah. Right. The likes yeah. don't don't translate to a purchase. It doesn't. And I feel like that's what people think when they see like influencers is mm-hmm. like, oh, we're gonna get this influencer to co-sign our product and it doesn't even align with that person. Like that girl Just Jules or something? I don't know. She, they were talking about her on Joe Budden's podcast and um Oh, I think I remember. Mouse this. Jones and them were talking about her. But basically she had like a clothing line too in the start. Oh yeah. And all she needed was like a thousand followers or something. Or a hundred oh, followers. A hundred followers to buy something yeah. for, in order for the distributor to pick her up. And she only got like thirty five people. Right. But she has like a million followers on Instagram. Exactly. So that's like a prime example. Like you have to put just you have to make your brand believable, relatable, like authentic. Authentic. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just be, oh, I post my ass by right. my shirt you know yeah. it makes a difference it does make a difference and you also have to do things that align with what you actually like do on mm-hmm. your day to day you can't be a doctor and you're talking about flat tummy tea right flat tummy tea like it just doesn't make sense it doesn't correlate and it's just not believable and i feel like everyone's getting caught up in this make-believe world mm-hmm. of like not only influencers just like social media like it's this shit could just, crash tomorrow it really can listen the chinese government could turn this not squ- the chinese government <laughs> <laughs> what did cat williams say turn all this shit off <laughs> <laughs> like you gonna be on computers like control alt delete escape escape <laughs> escape and what are y'all gonna do? What are we yeah. gonna do? I mean myself included because I do check social media every day. Right, but and I also, you work with it exactly. But I also understand the value in stepping away, and um, I understand the value in making your brand personal. Yes, and that's very important, and and that also transfer in being yourself. Like people are gonna like you for being yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be an influencer or a. YouTube showing your whole house and apartment tours and stuff. You yeah. could just be yourself. Because there ain't shit in this one to show. <laughs> like, and I don't have one to unless show. Unless y'all want to so. see my radiator and my couch. Like, that's not exciting. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I was, that was quicker. I thought, you know, we had a lot to say, but it was quicker than I thought it was going to be. Let's see. Into self-care or do you have more stuff? Um... No, I did all mine. Okay. Oh, real quick. So Dr. Phil actually has a clip out right now of a boy on his oh, couch. Oh, I saw the thing, saying, but I didn't see the clip. Saying like he said he doesn't talk to his family anymore because oh, they, they don't, don't have, have enough followers. Power. Yeah. And they're not as popular as him. But I'm just literally that clip sparked my whole ideas for these questions because I'm just like, how can you unfollow like not talk to your parents? Because they don't have followers and they're not into Instagram and stuff like that. And it's just like, what's happening next generation? And are, are parents supposed to? Like, my dad posts his car, his dogs, <laughs> and my brother's football helmet. And my mom posts <laughs> once a year. So, like, right. where are parents supposed Are they supposed to be, like, twerking on Instagram? No, because my mom's blocked. So, <laughs> she's muted. No, she's... She can't see my story, but she can see my page. Did she listen to this? I hope not. <laughs> because she was asking me, like, what's wrong? Like, how come I can see everybody else's with not you? I'm like, I don't know, girl. <laughs> like, that shit broke. <laughs> but yeah, no, but my mom posts me. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, moving forward. Um, the fresh face this week is the Glow Tonic Toner. Okay, I'm obsessed with this product. And I say that about a lot of products, but this one specifically. Is bomb as fuck. Who's it by? Um, Pixie. Mm. It's in like a green and orange container. Mm-hmm. So before I was using witch hazel as a toner, and 
it's drying as fuck. And you don't realize how drying it is because if you do your facial routine in all one standing, you don't really sit there with witch hazel just like on your face to realize the green, the, the, um, theirs. That's your brain. drives you? Drives you? Yes, girl. I'm, well, you know, everyone's getting the same. Yes. And I know that's your brand, so don't even come for me. No, I'm not. That's why I was... But what this could also you, this could also be like because I used it for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your Dixon and theirs. Yeah, I've interchanged them both. Yeah. So like my skin is probably like, all right, what's next? Mm-hmm. So this toner is like, um, it's not drying, but it it's not super moisturizing. Okay. But it's like in the middle. What of is it? Like, glycolic acid or succinic? It does have like five percent of glycolic acid, okay. and if you know, because Jordan put you on, that glycolic acid is the business for your <laughs> face. Because once you told me about it, I literally saw it everywhere after that. It's crazy. But anyways, it does have glycolic acid in it, and it's like a, it gives your face like a dewy kind of cleanse. It's a toner, but it's also like. It like controls shine, but like your skin radiates from the inside. It's a bunch of stuff going on with this little bottle of twenty nine dollar glow tonic, but it's like the bomb. And I got it at you could get it at a Target, um, Sephora. No, you could get it at Riley Rose if you have that store by your house. Oh, I still have never been in there. The one there's one in Garden State. Don't go because you're gonna spend all your money. <laughs> and yeah it's really bomb and i definitely recommend it. i've been using it for a month now mm-hmm. and i completely threw away theirs <laughs> no shade in case they want to sponsor us in the future with their new <laughs> with their new stuff but definitely try pixie's glow tonic toner i think there's a vitamin c one diana mentioned there's also like a sheet sheet she mask yeah. that she uses so i'm gonna try that as well but so far i'm really feeling it that's what's up Yes. I have to try it. Like I still um, have never used it. You're like the third person I know yeah, who like really loves bomb. it. I wouldn't lie. Um, so I have to give it a go. I know Target has like the to go sizes, so you can try it out. So you don't have to spend the twenty nine if you want to test it. Um, it's like by the it's on the end cap where the skincare stuff, where the makeup ends and the skincare starts. Um, yeah, I'm have to try that. What'd you do for self care? Uh, I've been in- incorporating meditation more in. Um, Barcelona, I meditated on the balcony and I was like, oh, oh shit. Like, <laughs> life changing. Life changing. Like, it started my day with just like I'm sitting on the balcony. Book. I'm gonna get you this book. Yeah. Yeah. I love when you say you're gonna get me stuff. Like, it makes me so, <laughs> it makes me so excited. Like, oh, really? I'm so happy. I can't wait. Yeah. But yeah, I've incorporated more meditation into my life and I feel. I feel, especially with how crazy my life has been, which we definitely have to like update our whole what's been going on in our lives. Maybe like a whole episode because it's a lot. Okay. But because we're both going on two great journeys soon, which is we great. Are. So there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot that's that's going on in my life day to day now. It's insanely chaotic. But I'm just like grateful for the moments that I do get to meditate because yeah. it makes me feel a little more grateful. Because mm-hmm. sometimes in the moment I feel so, like I'm like the most ungrateful person. I'm like, why am I here? I hate it here. Somebody come get me. <laughs> America is ghetto. Like, <laughs> take me back to Europe. But like, you know, after meditation, you kind of see like, wow, I have a car. I have yeah. a bike. I have a home. Yeah. I have family. I have friends. Like, it just makes you a little more grateful. Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely right. 
What are you up to this week? For my self-care, this is it just actually happened today, and this is not what I planned on talking about, but I have um, grandparents I haven't spoken to since I was like 20, and today I decided to be the bigger person and give, well, give my grandfather a call. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, so, you know, still a lot to unpack. However, like, I've, I've felt like for the past couple of years, there are certain things, not all aspects of my life, but there are certain aspects of my life where I'm like, why am I, why am I going through this again? You know, mm. and if there's anything that I've learned is that when we don't we when we don't uh, do something with the lesson, it keeps coming back. Yeah. When we don't learn the lesson, it keeps coming back. And what I felt like kept repeating itself had nothing to do with my grandparents, but a piece of me feels like because I didn't like I'm I'm one of these people where I'm tired of being the bigger per- person with people. Mm. But this was one of those instances where I was like, all right, Jordan, you just got to be the bigger person one more time. Maybe mm-hmm. not one more time, but you got to be the bigger person again in this situation. Yeah, because you just knew they wasn't going to be. Right. And um, because, well, hopefully, fingers crossed, I just had a, I had a feeling that once I was able to get past, well, they, it's their problem. They should call me first. Yeah. Once I was able to get past that, something else in my life will shift. And I, I'll give you all an update later. Just I'm not going to say what it is, but at least not at this point because it's so fresh and so new but my hope is because i've been able to move past this thing with or at least begin to move past this thing with my grandparents that this other thing in my life shifts in a more positive way and i don't have to keep like hammering in on the same lesson like year after year Mm, breaking generational curses and this is what we mean when we say self-care is not always easy and fun and cute it's not always going on trips it's It's not not always getting your toes done like to get into self-care, like the nitty-gritty and doing it right, like it's one thing to say, oh, I have a problem, but that's a, it's a completely separate thing to say, how do I tackle and address this problem? And that's a part of self-care too. So don't get caught up in the quotes on Instagram. It's great as a reminder and a tool, but if you're not doing something with this awareness, if you're not putting this awareness to practice, then you're kind of just, I don't know, talking. You're not, time. you're not doing the work. You're not. Yeah. It's not self-care. That's vanity. Mm. Diana, oh yeah, what you been doing for self care, girl? Uh, self care for me right now is uh, spending time alone. So, mm. um, having a toddler, you don't always get that <laughs> that luxury at all. Um, and even if you have like a younger brother or sister, you know, like having space to yourself can be so calming because you can actually hear your thoughts and things like that and I've actually had the opportunity to also take some time off from work which gives me additional time to kind of focus in on myself and just to relax so just be in myself and not worry about what project is due what email I have to answer what phone call I have to make having that lazy time just to kind of reset and refresh so been happy so far it's only day three of it but yeah you deserve it honestly (laughs) That's a lot to unpack, mm-hmm. definitely. Sometimes being by yourself is so key. And people, that's the thing. Like, when you're by yourself, that's when you have to sh- sit with the shit that's really going on in your life. Yeah. And that's why people don't like sitting alone. No. That's why people don't like not going out or not being with their friends or not having their boyfriend over. Like, they can't yeah. deal with what happens when everything everything's gone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That so that's huge right. that you recognize you need that and you're willing and, you know, ready to address what happens when the baby not there, when, you know, work's not mm, there. Right. You definitely have to come back on the episode and give us mom tips. Yeah, because we don't know shit about that. Yeah. You know I will. Yes. Give y'all the chew tea. Yeah. <laughs> no, the cool no ads here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no facts. 
Well, thank you guys for joining us again for episode 53. We are back and we're getting back into the motions of things. Mm-hmm. We have another getaway that we just dropped last week. Well, this, this week, Monday. Week, yeah. And we're so excited about it. We're going to New York for a huge kind of like sleepover vibe. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be extremely intimate. Yeah. And like just it's going to be a really a worthwhile experience. So if you haven't registered, you should register. It's in our bio. And if you have any questions, you could slide in our DMs. Right. So we'll be staying in Harlem. So yes. you get a little bit of like a historic uh, yes. vibe from the spot. The the place is beautiful. Gorgeous. Okay? We have a luxury apartment, which you know is a commodity in New York. Um, we told you about Air Spa. Yes. Uh, we're going to a uh, back um, with our guest in New York, so it's going to be such a beautiful experience. Yes. Ice skating. It's my favorite. Bunch of wine. We have a wine sponsor that we'll be announcing soon. Um, yes. If you want to sponsor, definitely reach out to us, us as well because people from our trips always go back and purchase more things. Yeah. So. We can definitely create like a deck for you and get that started. We have one, girl. Yes. Or a guy. We'll send it. <laughs> but right. this is a 21 and over, Experience. women's only sleepover. Um, there will become a time where we make a local sleepover with men included, but this is our first one, so we're piloting it on what we know. Right. Um, but yeah. If you need a staycation, if you need a little weekend getaway, we got you. If you need help finding the flights, we got you. Yes. Yes. We're right. full service, okay? Luxury, affordable luxury. Whatever we got to do to get you here. We lifestyle brand. Spain taught us that. <laughs> Period. If I got to strap you to my back. <laughs> You're aggravating. But yeah, thank you for listening, y'all. We'll see you soon. Yes. Next time. <laughs>